Hello, everybody. Happy, happy day. It's Connor from the Hoopercast Movie Hour, just popping in to talk to you on this uh, unspecified night. I'm recording this on a different night that I'm going to put it out. I just thought that this, um, since we aren't doing a podcast um, for the week of April 22nd, uh, through up to the release of Avengers Endgame, we figured, <clears throat> I figured at least, I wanted to give you something to listen to this week. Um, we did something a little, kind of a little bit fun. John, Dustin, and I are going to all going to be doing the show, the podcast, um, after we see Avengers Endgame um, on on opening weekend. And last year for Infinity War, we made a death bracket. Not like a not like another not a real bracket like you would for like March Madness or like NBA you know any sort of um, you know thirty two and sixteen team um, you know matchups but because no no ways versus anything but we made a list of who we thought would die in Infinity War and if you watched and listened to that episode of the show um, nobody was prepared for what actually happened um, I think virtually every character I wrote down um, was incorrect so seeing as Endgame features a lot of characters who, you know, or at least there's a lot of Marvel characters who are already dead. Um, we decided to be a lot of fun this time to make a death bracket. Um, and basically just take a tally of all the major characters involved in these, you know, all the Marvel, all the Marvel, um, characters and decide whether or not at the end of Avengers Endgame, including the stinger and post credits, all that stuff, who is alive and who's dead. And so I'm not going to read you. Um, well, I don't know. Let me see how I feel during the middle of this. <laughs> I'm going to read you the characters, but there's a there's a catch to it. We assigned them a point system. So John decided that the characters um, are are um, not of equal importance to the plot or the overall storyline of the MCU. So he gave us three tiers of, of characters, each worth an amount of points. So there's tier A, tier B, and tier C. So tier A is all like the heavy hitters. Tier B is all like the mid-level people in terms of importance to the story. And tier C is all like the more, you know, even, even lower characters than that. So we thought it'd be fun. Uh, so I'm going to read you the list. And uh, just so you could do this with us, so that if you are interested in doing this, you can actually like fill out your own sheet, have some predictions, and uh, compare them with ours for the film. Okay, so tier A. Here we go. Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, you know Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow. Now here's an interesting one: Bruce Banner, and there's a separate entry for Hulk. John, I asked John about that. He said he did it intentionally. Um, I don't know much about the comics, but I'm supposing it's possible that that Hulk and Banner could split somehow. Interesting concept. I had never thought about it. So they are a separate entry on the list. So then there's Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. Um, There's Thanos himself. There's Captain uh, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. There is Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man. And that is all of Tier A. Tier B, worth two points each. Uh, Colonel James Rhodes slash slash War Machine. Um, Black Panther. Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Vision. Wanda Maximoff slash The Scarlet Witch. 
Star Lord, aka Peter Quill, Gamora, Rocket Raccoon, Nebula, Doctor Strange. And here comes Tier C, it's the longest one. Tier C, they're worth one point each. We have Bucky Barnes, aka the Winter Soldier, aka the White Wolf, aka Bucky with the good hair. There is Sam Wilson, aka the Falcon. There's Pepper Potts, Happy Hogan, Drax the Destroyer, Groot, Mantis, Valkyrie, Korg, Shuri, Wong, Nick Fury, Maria Hill, Hope Van Dyne, aka the Wasp, General Okoye, Loki, Hank Pym, and Janet Van Dyne. So, you know what? I will read you my list. I will tell you my predictions because it has nothing to do with the actual movie. So this is not spoilery because that is impossible. Uh, I have seen some promos for the movie. None of these promos are really influencing my decision. Um, I've seen more of the promotional material, I think, than John and Dustin so far, um, which means I am losing the bet super hard to avoid the promo material. Uh, So what can you do? I mean, I tried. I tried really hard. And uh, so far, it's just been a... Super hard to avoid them, so I'm essentially off social media for the next seven days uh, to, well, seven days, okay, fine, you got me, it's Friday, Friday the 19th when I'm recording this, so you're probably listening to this on Monday or later on in the week, so um, whatever, shoot me. I'm drinking beer, leave me alone. I am alone. All right, um, yeah, I'll tell you my predictions, why not? Now, again, let me just point this out. These are predictions. These are, I have no inside information. Why would I? Um, These are predictions and these are, I want to say one more thing. I'm sorry I keep teasing this out. I want to say one more thing before I get to these predictions. I'm trying not to think too much about people who have movies that are already announced or TV shows that are scheduled for Disney+. Plus. I'm taking them to, into account a little bit. They did influence my decisions a little bit, but mostly not because there's a small, there's a part of me that, that thinks and hopes that a couple of those projects are false, that they're not really happening, that they are just disinformation campaigns in a big conspiracy to throw people off the scent for spoilers for Endgame. I don't know though. Pretty sure Spider-Man Homecoming is, uh, or um, Far From Home is happening, but wouldn't that be hilarious if that was a gigantic ruse? They never shot the film, it doesn't exist. It was just made to throw you off the scent and, you know, keep you blind to the fact that Spider-Man stays dead forever. Wouldn't that suck? <laughs> that'd be diabolical, though. That's, that's, that'd be a game changer right there. All right, let's go into this. So, I'm, um, there's a couple of out there predictions, okay? There are. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go backwards, Woo! I'm going backwards. I'm going to do tier C first. Tease the other guys, all right? Tier C. Um, all right. Let's let's do it. All right. Bucky, Winter Soldier. I think he will survive Endgame. Obviously, he is dead as of um, Avengers Infinity War, but I'm assuming a lot of these characters will be brought back. There's a whole lot of them that died, as well as half the universe. I think we can assume they're being brought back to life somehow. I don't know how, and I'm not going to speculate on how right now. That's not what this show is going to be today. Um, so, But I think that at the end of all of this, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, is alive. I think the same for Sam Wilson. 
Um, I'm not going to give you the reasons. I wanted to give reasons, but I feel like that's delving too much into to plot, you know, um, um, uh, hypotheticals. And uh, I just don't want to think too much about it. I'm just going to read you my list. Actually, you know what? I'll, God, I will. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell it to you. Screw it. Um, I just think with the two of them, there is more story to explore with both of them. That's that's kind of how I'm going to leave it. I think there's things you could do with the Winter Soldier that are still um, that, that that'll still be effective with his character. I think that that character has a lot of atoning to do and a lot to and a, and a lot of um, right a lot of wrongs to right if he can. And I think that that's something you can explore with that character, um, especially after. Uh, you know, the events of this film. Uh, the same thing with Falcon. I just think there's more that you can do with the, with him and the two of them together. I don't know. They have a show on Disney Plus announced. Um, who knows when that takes place? That did not influence my decision. I really hope that show is not happening, but that's another story. Pepper Potts, I think she lives. Happy Hogan, I believe he lives. Drax, the Destroyer. Here's the first bold prediction to make. I think they might kill Drax. And nothing, uh, nothing for no reason other than there needs to be stakes and we need to see people get killed. I'm not, I don't think Drax stays dead. I think everyone gets brought back to life. I, I, ugh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just reading my list. I don't even know how the plot goes. I don't know if they're being brought back to life. I don't know what point in the movie they'd be brought back to life or if like Drax would just stay dead. I don't know. Groot, I think he lives. Mantis, I think Mantis dies. Valkyrie, I think is alive. Korg, I think lives. Um, Shuri, I think lives Wong lives Nick Fury and Maria Hill live Hope Van Dyne lives General Okoye dies. That's what I think. I think she will die on her quest to, to retrieve uh, T'Challa Black Panther. I think that that is her job. I think that she would die to bring him back. She is his general. Her whole job, her whole purpose is to protect him and keep the king alive. And through really no fault of her own, she failed. I think she has something to prove. I think the movie was made and written before um, the popularity the popularity of her character really um, took effect. And I think um, I think it'll be good, to be honest. That'd be interesting. I feel pretty strongly about that one. I also feel strongly that Loki will stay dead. There's no reason for him to come back. I know he's got some show. I don't care. That could take place anytime. That could be way before the events of the first Thor movie. Who knows? Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. I think they die. Uh, I'm not going to go into why right now because I don't know that that will even be a part of the film, my theory about them. Um, that's what I think. I only have a few strong predictions about this. The rest are just speculative, speculative, but that's it for tier C. A couple surprises, but mostly, you know, whatever tier B, the two pointers. I think, uh, James Rhodes, I think Rhodey's dying. I think Rhodey will die. I think that'll be used to propel Tony Stark a little bit more, just, just a little bit more to keep him motivated. That's what I think. Uh, Black Panther um, lives. Spider-Man lives. Uh, Vision dies. I think Scarlet Witch dies. Peter Quill, I think, is alive. I think he will live this film. Gamora. This is the only one I have not still filled out. I just don't know. I think that she is a pre-snap death. And really all those characters, I believe, all the pre-snap deaths, I think I've I think I've had stay permanent. 
So part of me wants to keep Gamora dead because that makes logical sense. Another part of me thinks they could leave her alive because of the soul stone and the soul realm being directly involved with her death. Um, but I also think that um, they could bring her back to life. And if they did, it would be because they don't want to kill too many of the, the Guardians. So I don't know. Rocky Raccoon, I think, lives. I'm still shaky. I, that's that's like a 51% like tiebreaker vote to get Rocket to live. There's a strong part of me that thinks they might kill Rocket. Um, I'll come back to some of these to explain it. Nebula, I think, dies. I think Nebula will die. Um, in the quest to bring back Gamora and the Guardians. I think that that's part of her arc, and that makes sense. Doctor Strange, I think, lives. All right, up to tier A, the three-pointers. Let's go up the list, shall we? Let's do it. Let's go backwards. Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man dies. Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel lives. Thanos. Dead. Hawkeye. Alive. Hulk. Dead. Bruce Banner dead Natasha Romanoff dead Thor alive that was a 51% vote very torn on Thor's fate Steve Rogers dead pretty positive about that Tony Stark alive now I'm going to go back and explain some of these why I feel strongly about them and then I'm going to get out of here okay not going to talk about this all night. Um, I think that I so again, I explained why I think Okoye will die. The rest of these, I'm just they're interchangeable, but you know, whatever. I don't feel that strongly about them. Here's my big prediction I'll do this one first because this involves multiple characters. I think that Drax and Mantis will die. I think it's possible Gamora will die. Here's why here, here's my argument for Gamora dying. I think that if you put Peter Quill through all of that stuff and she still ends up dying, it's still good for his character to have her die. I think Peter Quill, it still serves an arc for him um, to to grow up, to be mature, to find a woman he really loves and cares about. Um, The first woman he's probably loved since his mother. And I think that having him still lose her would take everything from him and and propel him dramatically in the third Guardians film. Um yeah, I think that you he still gets that that arc and still I don't know, he he could still fulfill the arc even if she doesn't make it. I also think that um and there's a part of me that thought that they might kill Rocket with Rocket essentially taking the initiative and time to be the captain like with him with him doing so much to bring them back. I think that it's very possible he loves his family so much that he will die in the course of trying to bring them back to life. I think that Rocket, at this point in his emotional development, is ready to do that. Um, And that would be very beautiful. I just, there's a part of me that thinks that he's not going to do that in this film. I just think there's too much going on to to give that Rocket that moment in this movie. I don't think he needs it um, yet. I think that moment will come, and I think it'll be very important. I think that's part of what Rocket's fate is, but I just don't know if that fate will happen in this film, so I'm going to say he lives. I'm going to say he lives, if not just to get back with fully grown Groot. I don't know. Um, I think Nebula will die to, to save or to rescue Gamora. Um, whatever happens to Gamora, there's part of me that thinks the Guardians of the Galaxy will expand, especially in the wake of Drax and Mantis' death. And here's my bold prediction. This is really out there. I think that Korg... Valkyrie and Thor will join the Guardians of the Galaxy. 
I think that that's their purpose now. I think Korg for sure and Valkyrie can both work without just being stand-ins for Drax and Gamora. But I think that their chemistry really works with the Guardians universe. I think that what's Thor supposed to do? If, in my version of Thor lives, what the hell is he supposed to do? Who is he supposed to? Is he supposed to just live on Earth? I don't think that'll work. I think he'll join up with the Guardians. Now, there's also a counterpoint for me that thinks I don't think James Gunn is that interested in ending his trilogy by taking on a couple of characters from other well-established franchises. So there's a big part of me. That's why it's such a risky prediction. And I'm not risking risking anything. It's just it's a bold and interesting prediction, I think, because um, first of all, if I'm right, then that's just cool. But um, but there's also a huge a huge reason it wouldn't happen. It's just because, again, do you want to end the trilogy with 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 someone like Chris Hemsworth suddenly joining the mix? But will that be good for the characters? Will that be good for the group? It could be. But you don't want him to overshadow the Guardians. I don't know. It's possible, though. I really can see it happening, especially, especially if Gamora dies. If Gamora dies and all that's left of the Guardians is Quill, Rocket, and Groot, I think that taking on a couple more members like Korg and Valkyrie and Thor could round it all out. You just wouldn't get that 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 story wrap up of the characters you know and love, but I can definitely see it being, you know, uh, a direction they go in. Not likely, but but it's possible. It is. I think Loki is a pre snap death. I think he dies and stays dead. Um, I just think we I think we just won't see him. He won't even be in the film. Um, I think Tom Hiddleston is wrapped. Uh, anybody else on this list? Not really. Don't really have anybody else on this list. Um, okay, let's see. Yeah, going up to the vision. Um, yeah, same thing I said about all these characters. So let's go to the A, the A tier. That's probably the most surprising and requires explanation. I think they'll kill Scott Lang because there's no Ant Man, any more Ant Man movies, um, shot or whatever. I think that. I think that based on the way Ant-Man was Ant-Man the Wasp was made and how lax it seemed and how unconcerned with you know giving Ant-Man a character arc it just seemed like so lazily made or so ineffective and I think it was shot obviously after these two films was shot I think Paul Rudd was checked out I think it's because he knows that not not checked out like doing a horrible job I think he was just put at ease and felt low risk about it because I think he knew his character was series wrapped because I I think he knew he wasn't surviving. Obviously he would have known by then he's not surviving Endgame. I think they'll kill Scott Lang because that would be one of the most redemptive things he could possibly do as, as a person is, um, is give his life in service of saving the universe. And I think that, um, it'd be kind of heartbreaking for his kid, but you, you wouldn't have to revisit that. And I spoke to John on the phone. And, you know, we're just talking a little bit about this list. John mentioned he thought that if you could do kill Scott Lang, you get to have the Wasp, just have a movie just about the Wasp. And I was thinking you could have her visit Scott Lang's family and be a part of their lives. And even just like even like a even a, a uh, you know, the the occasional visit to their house just to check on his daughter, Cassie, and his ex-wife. And, you know, it just I think that. I think it's low risk to kill Ant-Man, but I think it's effective because Paul Rudd's so likable, but I think you could kill Ant-Man and I think it would work for the story without being horrendous to, you know, 
profits and all that stuff. Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel lives. I, you know, I've said my piece. I have my opinions about Captain Marvel. Um, I think that they overestimated her popularity. And I think they thought there's no way we're going to kill her in Avengers Endgame um, because she's going to be huge. And I don't think she's been huge, but I think the decision to not kill her was made very early on. And I think that that just won't happen. I think she'll survive. I don't know why she would die in this movie. It makes zero sense. Thanos dies. Uh, I feel strongly about this one because, you know, in the comics at the end of the Infinity War, um, Infinity Gauntlet comic, I believe he gets his memory essentially wiped and then he goes and lives on that farm and he doesn't really know who he is or how evil he is or what he's done. Um, but I think that that doesn't really work in a mainstream movie. Then again, these movies have gotten less mainstream in their execution. So who the hell knows what's going to happen? But I also think that it'll just be easy and give the audience more closure if you actually kill him. Um, yeah, it'd be kind of cooler if they didn't be nice if the Avengers solved this conflict without just murdering the, you know, killing the bad guy. Um, and I think Thanos is more of a three-dimensional character. I mean, maybe it'll be sad when he dies. I don't know. I think they'll do something interesting with his death. It'll be stupid if he just sort of growls at them and they kill him and that's it. Because then it's like, oh, now he's just like a monster and it's easy. But if they either choose to keep him alive but wipe his memory or he dies and it's kind of bittersweet and sad, I think those would be bold choices. I think the dumbest and least effective thing they can do is turn him into some sort of crazy asshole that they just kill. And then the problem solved. Yay! We killed the person. So, Clint Barton, I think he's going to live. I think a lot of people think that Hawkeye's going to die, but I think that he's going to save. I, I assume his family died in the snap. And I think that he's going to. I think Hawkeye is going to live. I think he's going to get his family back, and I think he's going to retire because that's all he wanted in the fucking first place was just to retire. But no. He retired, you know, he did some house arrest, and then he lost his whole family in the snap. I think once that guy gets what he wants back, I think he's done. And I think that that's a series wrap on Clint Barton. Okay, so, I'm gonna, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be going this long, guys. I'm sorry. Um, okay, Banner and the Hulk. Now, look, I don't know if they're going to get separated. I don't know if they are not. But let's go the more interesting route of their entities are somehow separated and they are now two separate bodies, okay? Because they are two different characters, but they share a body. But once they once they don't, let's say they don't. Somehow, let's say they get separated, okay? Liberated of each other. After, you know, coming to an understanding, which we know they need to for story reasons. I think that Hulk will die before Banner. I think that Hulk will make a sacrifice to save Bruce Banner. I think they will ultimately, you know, for lack of a better word, patch up their differences. I think Hulk will see Banner's value, and I think he will make a choice to 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 save his life, and that's what, and he will be killed for it. I think Hulk's going to have some great moments to start the thing off, but I think he will die to save Bruce Banner, and I think it'll be actually it probably will be one of the most sweet scenes in the film. And this these are all again these are all speculative, but wouldn't it be great if there was a scene in the movie? where Hulk does die and Banner is holding his hand when he dies and is actually sad when he, you would think that oh, Banner can't get, can't wait to get rid of Hulk. Oh, oh, so he got him out of his body. Oh, that's the best thing that you could have hoped to happen for him. You know, the best thing you could hope to happen for him. But what if instead it's not like that? It's the other way. Banner has grown to love the Hulk and the Hulk dies. 
saves his life, gives him a second chance. And it's, and, and you've got Mark Ruffalo. I think they could do it. I won't be sad if they don't, but and then again, the more I think about it, the more that's kind of something I would want to see. Wouldn't that be interesting? And and unexpected too, not just like, oh, his love interest dying. Speaking of that, I still think that Banner and Romanoff are going to die. And I think that Romanoff will die. I think that Widow is going to die because I think that her character has the willpower to finish the mission. I think she's willing. I think she is willing and able and has always been willing and able to put her, her life aside to complete the mission. And I think she will self-sacrifice to complete the mission because that's who she is. Um, as for their love arc, maybe that'll be part of this movie. Maybe it won't be. Maybe they dissolved it. Maybe that was the whole point was never to revisit that. I don't know. It depends. Maybe after Ultron, that was the closest they were going to get. And maybe their whole point was, yeah, we, we, but we decided it wasn't going to work. And then when they saw each other again in the, um, in Infinity War, it was just an acknowledgement of like, yeah, we used to have a thing, but yeah, remember we said it'd never work and we're kind of ready to stick with that. So it's possible they'd explore that storyline, um, in the first act of, uh, especially in the first act of Endgame. But if they don't, I won't be sad. But I do think that Banner and Romanoff will die. And, you know, but Banner, Banner was 51. I'm not sure that Banner will die. He might walk away from this. It just depends on what they do with his relationship to Romanoff. If they start the movie and they're like talking about their relationship again. Oh, I definitely think they're both dying. I just don't know if they ride off in the sunset. You know, again, that's a, that you could either keep them both. If they if their relationship is part of this film, they're either both living or both dying, but the Hulk is dying no matter what. That's what I think, because they can't make any solo films with the Hulk because he's universal property. This is where the money enters the picture. They can't make any films with him, and so his only value is to the Avengers. Well, if the the Avengers, the main Avengers cast is essentially done after this film, then what, what are you going to do with the Hulk? You'd have to get rid of him. So, in a way, it'd be a good way to wrap up Banner's arc because he gets to go off and live a life with Romanoff where he's not a threat, like he said, you know, they can just live somewhere where he knows he'll never lose control and accidentally murder people. And she can retire and live a life based on her own choices. And the Hulk can disappear. That's actually a really nice thought. I'm going to stick to my prediction, but I, I, kinda, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Banner and Romanoff make it, but I can see Rome. I just, it's, I think it's too easy to see Romanoff dying. Now, if their relationship is not part of this film, I think that Banner still comes out of it. Maybe, maybe, but I put them all three dead anyway, so I'm going to stick to that. But just so you know my reasoning. Thor, like I said, might live and join the Guardians of the Galaxy. Again, that was a very close decision for me. That's one of the last ones I did. I just, I can see him being part of killing Thanos and just, and living, but like, I don't know how he would die or why he would die. I think I feel like they need to give him that moment. I don't know. Steve Rogers. Uh, dead, and I think dead because I just, you know, we know that Chris Evans is done after this, and I just don't think that Steve Rogers would retire. There's no, there's no reason for Steve Rogers to retire being Captain America. His whole purpose is being Captain America. And I don't think he would retire because, again, he's a super soldier. He's going to live for another 100 years in that physical condition I think, I don't know. I don't know how, how his, um, how the pseudoscience works for him, but I think that Steve Rogers will, will die. And I think it'll have something to do with his storyline with Tony Stark, who I believe will live. Um, but I think that I do. I just think he's going to die. I could go into why more. I just, I get the strong impression he'll die. Tony Stark. 
Now, if you were to ask me, now, if you recall, I had Stark being killed in Infinity War. But that was before I knew that the stories were going to remain connected to each other. And they would essentially serve as part one and two. Um, now that we're here to end game, I think he'll live. And I think he will live because I think that Stark's whole arc with all this guilt and all this futurism, all this forethought preparing for Thanos and, you know, it, it costing him at one point his relationship with Pepper because he couldn't stop making the suits because he was so paranoid and afraid that the next, when, when, when's the next attack coming? I need to be ready. And he was finally ready in Infinity War. He was ready. He was as ready as he'll ever be. And it did not work. His mind could not fix it. His suit, his, his de facto son dies. Half the universe dies. And he feels the greatest weight that Stark, more and more guilt is piled on that man throughout these movies. And finally, the biggest guilt of all was that he could not stop Thanos from destroying half the universe. Uh, so I think that guilt is part of what weighs heavy on him when he's floating around in space. Um, but I think that he gets, you know, that he gets back to Earth. You know, obviously he goes back up there. He's a big part of what, what goes on with taking down Thanos. And I think he lives. I think they put you through him almost dying enough. Um, especially, I think that with the weight of, of what you could really boil down to in a character sense, his failure in the first film, through no fault of his own, is that it wasn't a character failure. A lot of characters in that film had character failures. Like, they failed the mission due to character traits. Stark didn't, he wasn't one of them. Um, he did everything he could, and it, it wasn't enough. So what's going to be different this time? More preparation? More what? What is it? Um, so I think that Stark will conclude his arc and feel after he defeats Thanos, after he's part of defeating Thanos, I think that he will finally feel like he doesn't need to be involved in this anymore. Maybe for Tony, I can finally rest. I did it. I, I got the bad guy. I finally got him. Now I don't have anything else you know, on this scale to worry about. Like now I can, I can rest. I can live my life knowing that, that I, I took care of the threat that I spent so many years preparing for. Um, and I think that Pepper will give him her blessing because throughout the movies, you've had Pepper Potts telling him that he doesn't need those suits and, you know, he shouldn't make them and he blows up the suits for her. And then, and then later he's like, I'm, I kept making suits and then she left him and then she's back. But even in Infinity War, she still brings up, you don't need that. Why are you doing that? She doesn't want him to get on the ship. He's like, I'm on the ship. I'm, I got, I'm on the ship. I'm sorry. And she's like, Tony, get back here right now. And she doesn't want him to be a part of it. And it's because she's scared for him. You know, she doesn't want him to die. But I think that a big reason they left that scene, there's a scene they left in, in Infinity War, and they could have cut it for time, and they did not, okay? Um, they did not take this scene out, which they really could have for time, which was the scene of him and her jogging, and he, two, two story beats are, are, uh, are, are um, addressed in that scene. One is the two of them possibly having a kid. He has this dream that they have a son, and he said it was so real, and they named him Morgan, I can see it that the film ends and they have a son named Morgan. I don't know if they'd happen in the film, but they have a future together and whatever. Um, and I think that um, 
And she, oh, and the other story beat is that she says, yeah, you don't need that. And she's pointing to the housing unit, the chest piece. And I think that a part of his arc will be he doesn't need them anymore. Once Thanos is gone, he has no more need for it. But I also think he will get Pepper's blessing before he goes back up there. Because obviously they're going to go back up into space and kill Thanos. And she's going to tell him, hey, like, you know, Pepper from a year ago from Infinity War would say, I don't want you going back up there. It's too dangerous. Except I think in this one, she will finally realize why Tony Stark is compelled to do what he does. And it's because Tony Stark is a genius. Tony Stark can make a difference. And Tony Stark, this is who he is. This is the kind of hero he is. And she needs to realize that she needs to stop. She needs to stop getting in the way or, you know, allow him or support him being a hero finally and be proud of him for who he is. I think that's her arc. I think her arc is accepting Tony for who he is. And I think that his arc is concluding his business with the hero business and that he will retire hurt him and he will essentially retire from hero work and maybe he'll pop up in a couple of movies down the road but at least his character can have a conclusion and then Downey can have discussions later on about if he wants to like come back for one or two movies here and there um but i think that his character should live i think that will conclude his arc is living and i think that um but i think his his character should be finished after this movie otherwise like his arc is not complete there's a small part of me from a story sense that thinks he can complete his arc and still die. He could still be killed, complete the arc. Pepper accepts him. He still kills. He still kills Thanos. You know, she accepts that he is who he is and it's, it's for a good reason. And, um, he still doesn't make it, but I think his arc is complete. If he voluntarily gives up hero work, but he would only do that after the death of his greatest foe. And that's what I think will happen. Listen to the Hoopercast Movie Hour, episode number 200. Um, that ought to be released the first week of May, probably around May 1st. Um, see Avengers Endgame in theaters April 26th, playing literally everywhere. Um, and go through a list, make a list, just like we did. Go through it with us. John, Dustin, and I will be on the show to talk about the movie. We're going to talk the hell out of it. It's going to be a huge event. I'm so excited. It's the culmination of so much um, for those movies, for Disney, for Marvel, for these actors. And on a personal note for me, um, this is one of the most fun rides I've ever experienced in movies, probably ever. And I got to watch it unfold in real time. And I've, it's just, it's on a subject that is, already personally affecting to me um heroism and uh and courage and uh i'm really 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 proud of what they've done with these movies and i'm really excited to see how this movie ends and uh and i hope to god nothing happens to me between now and then because i just i just want to see this story end well thanks for listening episode number 200 of the hoopercast movie hour is uh, next week uh, sometime, like I said, probably 
May 1st or so. It might take a little bit of time to get together because of all the logistics of the recording. It's going to be great. See you guys. Bye. Bye.